I'm Tommy Gimler. At this point, without fantasy sports and gambling, the NFL has become pretty much unwatchable. That's why I reached out to gambling guru Colby Dan to come on uh, down to Daily Upper Decker Studios. Uh, because, you know, if you're not gambling on football, then then you're not watching. Yes, and I'm Colby Dan from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, I do a six-pack. I, six, I pick six college football games every weekend against the spread. In the past two weeks, I'm 11-1 and one against the spread. That's why you're here and, uh, and working for free water. <laughs> it's good water, though. It's hard to find good water in L.A. The Daily Updecker, nothing but sports. You know, that's actually a, a fabulous point. I was just being a, a kind of a kind of a dickhead, uh-huh. if that's what you want to call it these days. I was like, <laughs> hey, man, thanks a lot for coming down to my place. Uh, here's some free water. But but you're right. Are you at that point, like in L.A.? Uh, like, I will not go. Let's say you're, you're doing a comedy show. So I'm, I'm joined. I'm, I'm blessed to be joined by uh, sports gambling podcast, uh, Colby Dant, uh, also a stand up comic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's like you, you don't want to, like, get hammered at every show that you do as a stand up comic. Uh, but course. I think you're better off ordering like a Michelob Ultra or something like that and dropping the eight of bucks course. on a Michelob Ultra than asking for a free glass of water. I think it's that dangerous. And, and, out and here. we do some of the shitholes in, in Los Angeles where uh, not only is the water bad, but the draft beer. Because they haven't cleaned yes. their lines in forever, so you want to order a bottled beer, right? But but yes, the L.A. water is. I mean, you go to certain places. I, I, you couldn't. I would. I would. I would drink. I would drink just straight whiskey. I, I don't want to get hammered either. I'm not trying to catch a DUI, but mm-hmm. uh, it is what you know. You'll pick it up and you'll look at it. and You're like, this does not look like water. You know what I mean? Like right. And then and, you know, people kind of look at you and they might start saying like, wow, I think he's got a, a drinking problem <laughs> because exactly. you know he got a DUI last night, but he's still, still out yeah. here drinking beer. But it's like, no, no, no. He just he doesn't no want to get colon yeah. cancer. <laughs> You know, he just doesn't want to start bleeding from his anus. And, that's, the, that's... and look, that you ask for a sprite, it comes from the gun. You're like, no, I want something in bottle form. You know what I mean? Something where right. I know it's not tainted by you know your, your establishment. You know what I mean? Right, and you just end up looking like a huge asshole because yeah. it's like you're wrecking the environment. I, give me a plastic bottle or yeah, a glass yeah, bottle or honest, something. Not that I hate, want to hate on this place. Sports Harbor is one of those places, man. To where you want to... Uh, the, the lines of the beer. I feel like you get a draft beer, you're like, ooh. Where, and it's it's like one of those places where you go into the bathroom and it's actually worse if you wash your hands. <laughs> exactly. You know, like exactly, everything you're touching. Man. Like I don't. You, think you know they... what I'm talking about? The sports harbor. Oh yeah, right, I know exactly. Which I hear is, yeah. is closing, by the way. Is it really? I hear it got bought out. I hear it's closing. So well, I think it's better, that's a last... better reason than getting a D plus <laughs> from the health board. That's true. Very true. But that's one that I I learned quickly. Either drink liquor, straight liquor, or or bottle beer. Right. I'll be that asshole and be like, "Can I have it? You? I'll order the same exact beer that they have in draft." Mm-hmm. But I'll per- I-, I want it in bottle form. I'm right with you. you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I know what you're talking about because it it's like you, you just ask for a Budweiser. Yeah. You don't get anything like too extreme. Yeah, uh, I'll exactly. take a, a draft, yeah. a draft of Budweiser, and you drink it, and you're like, "This isn't Budweiser." Yeah, it's like you haven't cleaned your lines, your draft lines mm-hmm. in a long time. You can taste like the dirt. Mm-hmm. You really can. I hate to be a snob, but I mean, look, just give me a bottle of Budweiser, and we're good. You're you know already I mean? fitting into that Santa Monica person <laughs> up there. The guy moves to Santa Monica in one week. He won't. One week That's later, right. he won't drink draft beers. Those damn beers. birds. People on their scooters. No, I'm just. <laughs> but you know, when you go, when you hear about places like that, it, it really is amazing when you go in. Like there are a lot of times where I, I go in and I just quickly turn around and go back out to see. You know how like a lot of people advertise the fact that they got an A from the health board. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you walk into a place and you're like, "Hold on, it is worth a trip back outside to see what they got from the health board." Yeah, yeah. and when and, you and see that like they discreetly got discreetly hide it. Yeah, yeah right. Or yeah, yeah they'll yeah. they'll hide it behind like the darkest yeah. window, like yeah, the B minus. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> some places in the valley doing stand up, man. You you go to some of those places, it's really bad. I mean, 
Well, right, and you well, you hear about some of these these comics that are like Valley Comics, mm-hmm. and they're getting cancer, and it's like, <laughs> are you, they, they like you going to be their dudes. doctor? Are you making the connection here? I am. I, am. I, I had a good buddy, uh, a good buddy, Tommy Pitt out here, who had uh, got something fucked up with his colon. He was drinking a ton of water. An old bartender at uh, Prince of Wales, ooh, drinking ooh. water like she wouldn't drink uh, alcohol. She would just drink a ton of water. And her insides got all messed up. Uh, hey, I mean, you, you might be on top. I think, look, I can tell you something. The water in Los Angeles is definitely sketchy. I'll, I'll say that. I don't know if right. I'm making that. I'm not going to say it's got a connection to, to, mm-hmm. to colon cancer, mm-hmm. but I will say I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you'll get a glass of water and it looks it looks just funky. You know what I mean? Like this one looks legit. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're doing good in life. Ironically, Tommy. that water's from Cincinnati. Okay. If you if you look at it on, on the bottle of the Rouse, it's like the Kroger oh, thing. Okay. It's uh it's bottled in Cincinnati, but it's been through reverse osmosis. Well, I've been to Cincinnati. I can tell you, I do trust the water in Cincinnati. So uh, Los Angeles, though, look, there is no water here either. Also, mm-hmm. you know, we're in the middle of a desert. You know, like. I saw Chinatown, man. All right. <laughs> well, I think you know it, it's it's one of those things. You know, who's not complaining about the water? Uh, the homeless people. Ooh. So it's like you know when you see. It, it, I try to pride myself on, uh, you know, if I'm waiting in line at a McDonald's and I see a homeless person in front of me and he's getting McDonald's, I'm like, go step up your game. Go buy a real sandwich <laughs> for for a couple bucks more. And, like you know, and you you scream that at him, right? I do. I do not. I just, <laughs> I, I've learned. I, I was in Venice one time. And I was working out at the Gold's Gym. It was like the not, one, not, the, not one the muscle on beach. The, okay, okay. Not, I'm not okay. that big yeah, of a yeah. tool. <laughs> but it's like you know, it's like the the huge Gold's Gym where like I've seen Albert Pujols there. Where, where, uh, where Schwarzenegger has Schwarzenegger. the classic like I'm coming. It's like I'm going to the gym. I'm coming yes. from uh, yeah, yeah. from uh, what's that bodybuilding movie in the 70s? I don't uh, know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, but anyway, continue on. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no that's right. So like I've seen like pumping Hogan iron. in there, yeah. pumping iron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Meadows. Like you see like a lot of celebrities in there, right? And uh, I was coming out one time, and I was just I was pissed about something. And it was probably because I got you know bothered by a bum on the way in, and then bothered <laughs> by a bum on the way out. Because behind that Gold's Gym, it was turning into a skid row. Oh wow! So you you know there were tarps, there were uh, you know garbage, uh, just well everything was garbage. And they basically. can't do it in Santa Monica because because there are laws, but Venice probably okay some of that shit, they right? were for a while well okay. then what happened is they they um they put up those signs that said you can't park a vehicle that's like over seven feet tall here so they were all living out of their campers that were broken uh, down, yeah, so they yeah. all had to move them well they all moved down here <laughs> and they moved along like visadel visadel mar uh-huh. like right along the beach there crime went oh, up there so they quick threw the signs up there so now you'll see them up on like Manchester yeah. and stuff like that, and it's only a matter of time before someone gets their house broken into and they're going to put up those signs. I'm telling you, we should just put the signs up everywhere. Have them go go out to Palmdale, problem fixed. I, yeah, I say bar you know, Bar, there we go. Hey, here's there a free one way bus yeah. ticket to bar. Everyone will look you like a, you. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> plenty of room. Same amount of teeth. Plenty. You know yeah, what I mean? plenty. <laughs> well, yeah. So I, I come out. I come out, and I was just like in one of those moods, and I, it's hard for me to get into one of those moods. Especially after working out, you're done. Like yeah. you, all the toxins are out. Like you feel good. You walk out, and she was like, "Excuse me, sir. Yeah, guy, mind for me? Just tell me. Do you, I, you just tell she was just a crackhead. Like yeah. she sounds worse than I do right now. You know. And I was like, "No, I don't." Like in, in normally, I'm just like, "Ah, oh, I'm sorry." No, and I was like, "No, yeah. no, I don't." <laughs> yeah, and get, get like, out of my face. Don't you get smart with me, motherfucker? I'll come over. I'll crack her outside. I was like, "All right." That was the day I learned. Like you just say, "No, I'm sorry." Yeah, and that's she, it. She you. probably you probably ran to your car, got in your car. She's probably throwing. I did. At your I car. did. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was. You quick walk to somebody else's <laughs> car and make sure that she didn't follow you. 
in case all of a sudden you see her, you can run, but at least she'll fuck up their car and not yours. Yeah, it's there, there's protocol. We'll come up with it the next time we do a podcast. The top ten things to do. I like this. I like when you this see idea. when you see a homeless person in Los Angeles, which you know, God bless them down here. They're not as bad as they are in San Francisco. San Francisco is one of those that cities where you go up there. Like, I don't care if you love their sports teams. I love the San Francisco Giants ballpark, AT&T Park. Uh-huh. Beautiful stadium, amazing food options. Tough to beat where it's located, uh-huh. other than the fact that you have to walk through about 250 pounds of human shit and vomit to yeah. get from downtown to the park. Have you been to Golden Gate Park, which is an actual – it's not a, a baseball stadium. It's a park in the middle mm-hmm. of San Francisco. Okay. The, the last time I was there, uh, me and my ex-lady were walking through walking the dog. It's such a beautiful park. And then we stumbled upon, like, a group of, like, 20 drunk or fucked up, uh, you know, homeless people, and uh, they're fighting each other. So I'm, I'm legit Real seeing, like, fights. A, I'm seeing, like, a battle royal. Real bum uh, fights. And yeah. there were no cameras? And, I, and there's blood involved, too, man. It was kind of it was kind of foul, man. It was mm-hmm. like, I, but I was like, okay, let's just keep on walking the dog here. You know, I didn't, I didn't do didn't anything. You didn't stop to find I, out what, like, the... Dude, it was too many of them. I was like, if I get in the middle of this... There was like it was literally like they were like geese. Yeah, like you know when when geese start fighting on a golf course, you don't yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly, uh, man. But it was pretty. One dude was bleeding pretty bad, man. So, wow. Well, I'll tell you what it 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 goes to show that you do uh, you you are able to curb your gambling because <laughs> if you and I were there together, you know, you and I would have like picked a side. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, if I was in front of the lady, I was like, you know, hey, what, what do we got here? Shirts or skins? What are we going with here? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, every, the, the last time I went up to San Francisco and I've got to go up there again next week for work. And I'm telling you, once you get north of the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. that is a beautiful area. I love but, San Francisco as a city, but it just sucks with the homeless. They right? have to do something. I mean, they're actually, they're hiring people now to clean up puking shit off of the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm, uh, I'm a uh, shit sweeper. You know you, I mean? if, you, if you pay me enough, I'll do it. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah, I'll say, do the job for a year. You can't even live. That, what, how much are they really paying you? Because you what, yeah, right. It's like the equivalent like 3, of 3200 for like a studio apartment in San Francisco. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the last time I was there, I did do a, a gig uh, for Google in, uh, I believe it was July, mm-hmm. uh, threw out my shoes. <laughs> so as you know, I'm changing my shoes and I'm going to put them in my suitcase. I look at the, the crack bottom files and, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking at it, all the stuff on the bottom of my shoes and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I get it. I get it. It, it was it was like at like at like four four so, thirty in the morning. So, so you know to like buy like some Ross twenty dollars shoes before you go up this time and just wear those and then go just, to Walmart yeah, get myself some and ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, I had no idea they had a contract with Walmart. I was yeah. recently wondering what happened to and one because I was like, dude, I remember Stefan Marbury and Spreewell had those shoes with the. With the because he had his Spreewell Go out rims. And buy some and ones. I'm the trail Spreewell. I mean, you do you remember he had rims? Did he? He had actual called Spreewell car rims, right? Wow. But the irony here was his shoes had a little circle where the and one went, and it would spin just like his rims. Wow. But somehow he's from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Somehow Latrell Spreewell ended up broke. Remember, he turned down the Timberwolves twenty five million dollars a year, saying, "I got I got to feed my family." <laughs> He turned that down. Do you remember that? Now what's he feeding them with? Yeah, that's a good question, man. Uh, and I was a so he, fan, So he became too. a statistic. He became part of the, the statistic that so many athletes end up broke. Broke, yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, where were we going with that? Oh, so the and ones. I, the, the, this is what I always found uh, crazy about, like the and ones. So you can get them at Walmart. Well, they got they sold the company. I, what I was going is I recently researched them. And uh-huh. they, they sold the company, and whoever bought them, Made a deal with Walmart. I was I was on Wikipedia okay. with N one like about a week ago. So that's that's why I ended up there. So the last time I was there. So uh, what I'll do sometimes is I'll MC the finish lines 
or like the overnight toughest mutters. Uh-huh. Otherwise, just a regular finish line at Tough Mudder. So not this weekend, but next weekend, I'll be up in Sonoma for uh, Tough Mudder NorCal. Okay. And you just sit there and you crack jokes as these people. It used to be as they ran through the electricity, but now that's out in the middle of the course. Uh, so now it says they try to climb Everest. So you're <laughs> gotcha. just you're just kind of busting their balls, whether or not you're at the top, like yelling at them or whatever. It. So it's it's a ton of fun, but you'll wreck your shoes. So I've got a nice set of Under Armors over here uh, oh. that you would normally wreck. Now they're they're sponsored by Merrill, so they give you some Merrills, and it's they're, they're really 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 nice shoes. They, um, they've come up a long way. Yeah, so it's so it's awesome. So now you have those shoes. But before they had that sponsorship, I was like, man, I'm wrecking my shoes because you're standing in the mud and the and the water, and you're just wrecking your shoes. Yeah. Uh, so what I would do is every time I'd get up to whatever market for Top Mudder is I would go to Walmart and I'd buy myself <laughs> so some, some and ones, ones for man. fifteen bucks. Stephon like Marbury's a, man. <laughs> <laughs> well. I remember like when And One came out, they they had like an amazing tour. They had they had on ESPN too. It was like dude, the And One tour, dude. And I, I I bought the stuff on Marvers for like a hundred bucks. Wow, isn't that amazing? So the, think about how far they came. Mm. I mean, now they're in every. <laughs> well, now more people own them because they're well, twelve they sold, bucks. They, the people that really, I think, when when it was more prestigious. If it was it ever, I think it was de- doing decent in the late nineties mm-hmm. when they had Ray for Austin and all those guys doing yeah. And One. Uh, but you know. They must have hit some tough times. They sold to to the people that own Walmart or somewhere a distributor that deals to Walmart. So I mean, I would have never seen that move coming, considering they like at one point they were like a hot thing. Well, so here that, at here's least the, here's in the Washington DC. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Here's the funniest part about it is, you know, people were getting shot over and once. Yeah. Right. People yeah, were getting day, shot yeah. over starter jackets when I was a kid. Dude. Now you can get starter and N one at Walmart Dude. for like twenty bucks. And I still say, but the starter see the difference is the starter jackets aren't the same. Those ones that were coming out in the eighties and nineties were amazing. They, they they make like you're basically ones saying now. that it was worth. Uh, you I, understood I why think, people were getting I still shot. Think, yeah, yeah, dude. If I if I if I was like walking Venice Beach and I happened to have a few drinks and I had a gun on me, which I don't ever. But I'm just saying, if I saw that that '80s jet starter, that like really fluorescent green, mm-hmm. it might be worth a bullet. Might be yeah. worth a bullet. <laughs> Some people go to Venice Beach and throw their shoes over the telephone right. pole wires. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going out there looking for starter jackets, Dude, vintage jets. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, I know exactly the really what you're nice talking about. Kelly green ones. Yes. I'm a New York Jets fan. You know that we're very good and. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I've always wanted one of those, man. I'm just I, saying, you know. I, I just think it'd be hysterical to like go into a prison What'd and talk do? and talk to some of these guys about like this is how not worth it it was. Yeah. Believe it or not, bro, they're selling starter and and ones. You're serving a life sentence for killing yeah. somebody over that because someone wouldn't give you their and ones. Yeah, you and now they sell them at Walmart for twenty them. bucks. <laughs> so for twenty bucks, for twenty bucks, you yeah. are spending the rest man, of your life. In man, plan. it's a, it's been a long journey for and one. <laughs> Uh, it's also been a long journey. Uh, well, just to get to the hot mess. The that was a hell of a start. I'm sorry. Right yeah, I'm sorry. We no, got to, it, was, it was something it started we started with the LA water. About. You know, I want you to remember this podcast because you're going to start seeing the fact that homelessness and and ones at Walmart are going to become <laughs> a political thing. campaign things. Like you know, they're going to be uh, you know uh, platforms that people yes. run base their political uh, you know runnings their political campaigns on. Homelessness is get, just getting so out of control, especially when you're in San Francisco, that you almost have to run. Saying like this is what I'm going to yeah. do to combat it because I can't even go to Titmouse Park in Playa del Rey, <laughs> California anymore because people are living in that thing. My parents come into town to congratulate me on being a father, and I can't even sit and have an ice cream cone in Titmouse Park. Dude, come I had, on! I had to worry about. I mean, look, I, I don't want to derail it too much, but my mother came and saw me in June. She she was downtown. Uh, 
and and she wanted to go walk around downtown by herself while I was occupied working. Uh, I I refused to let her do that. And she's like, I've been through Washington D.C. I've been, you know, part of the the world for a long time. I think I can handle myself. I'm like, I don't think you realize that Skid Row is like three blocks away, and that's like a <laughs> platoon. It's like a literally an army camp, yeah. of homeless people. So, well, you know, that's actually, if you're smart about it, that's where you walk your parents past when you're here. <laughs> so they dig you a little send, deeper send into their money. checkbook. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's get this yeah. kid a little bit of money. Let's get him somewhere, somewhere <laughs> it's nice. Christmas. Yeah. Hey. Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, you know, one thing that I, I no longer do with my parents, we're going to jump into the hot mess now. My dad is with me. Uh, we are at the point where we cannot watch the NFL anymore. I, I'm on board pretty much, with the exception of the gambling. Uh, I, I'll bet on some games. and I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to either gamble or you have to be involved in, like, fantasy sports or FanDuel or DraftKings or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Without that, the NFL is unwatchable. But their ratings are up. How do you explain that? From I'll tell you, I'll, because yeah. this is what the NFL has become. And, and we're talking, of course, about the roughing the passer penalties, yeah. where this was not even mentioned in the preseason, whatever. Yeah. It's just become yeah. one of those things. The NFL it ha- it has gone from being like a legitimate sport now to like a WWE or type uh, reality yeah. type yeah, yeah, of yeah. show. Well, because you can really fix a game. Oh, unbelievable. Think, think about, I mean, the, re- the re- repercussions. If you're about to punt on a third down and they call this, I mean... You've gotten hit with it the worst with Clay Matthews. The way that I I, I feel sorry for well, him. the Packers should yeah. be two and one yeah. it, it, with the Clay Matthews call last week. They didn't score on that drive anyway. They probably would still burn like two or three minutes. They still would have lost. But the Vikings game was over at that point. The Vikings would have had to burn their final two timeouts. The Packers would have punted eventually because McCarthy's yeah. such a. But a, even a the Redskins game, where look, the Redskins probably would have won the game. But you never know what that could start. If you stop them on a three and out, they punt. You know, Aaron Rodgers gets the hot. Mo, you never yeah. know. You never mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. I, I like, and I just wish the NFL would have the balls to be to be like the other sports. I know that they have a target on them because they're a PR mess over the past decade. But if they just had the balls and say, "Hey, our sport's violent. You can get CTE from this." However, it's our sport. Just like what you don't think you're getting UFC, or you don't think you're getting CTE in UFC or boxing or auto racing when they get in car crashes or NHL hockey. Right. I mean, all these other sports, even baseball, which I, I don't think the numbers are as 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 much as the NFL, but I, you still take a 100-mile-an-hour fastball to the head. You tell me there's not repercussions. Slide in the second base into yeah. somebody's knee, Justin Morneau. Yeah. So you, you get it. I, I agree. I, I I think that what they're doing is they're taking uh, you know people who actually enjoy the game of football and like where we were when we were kids and then into our like uh, late teens and early 20s. When we were watching that game, that game was great. Now, I'm not saying you need the Chuck Cecil hits and you, yeah. don't, you, I mean, yeah, you yeah. don't need the jacked up. Yeah, flag those guys for yeah. doing that. Yeah. But it, the end game is you, you are now, I, I think, trying to cater to parents, moms, and dads whose kids probably aren't going to be athletes or play football anyway. You are catering to people who know jack shit about sports in an effort to show them like, hey – our game is safe. We are taking the proper measures, yeah, yeah. and then hopefully you'll sign your kid back up for football because we're making the game safer. Well, Instead, you're alienating guys like us yeah. because I refuse after after that Clay Matthews hit on yeah uh, that was two on, on Alex Smith two yeah, row, the, yeah. the one on the the week one they're like hey that's three weeks in a row he's been flagged he should have been flagged for the one in week one against the Bears and okay. ended up not biting him in the ass the second week the second week garbage third week garbage. even worse well I mean even in the Monday night game with Roethlisberger same thing happened. It's it's just absolutely terrible. I mean, I don't understand the purpose. Like, if it wasn't for gambling sense, I would not be watching these games either. And I, I find myself conflicted because I'm such a sports fan. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these other two leagues come in. There's a football league that starts this February. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called the uh, World. Uh, I forget, but it's got a bunch of players that are owners or, or that are involved with. What the hell's the name of it? It's like Ice Cube. No, 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 no. They, but it starts in February. I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, they they have eight teams. San Diego's Snoop got Dog, a team. Owner <laughs> like Jackie Moon, owner player. I, well, I'm curious if one of these leagues. I think the NFL has shown some vulnerability here. And if one of these leagues could actually get their shit together and make a run like the USFL did mm-hmm. in the 80s and actually clean up on the rules, because the NFL, PR-wise, has just been a mess. Well, you know that's I mean? that's like, the thing. Like, if, if you ask me, like, a lot of times you'll sit at, like, a baseball game, and here, especially here in L.A., and you'll have someone from out of town, and, like, you can explain the rules of baseball. Yeah. I think cut and dry. Yeah. Football, I don't think I could explain it to somebody today. Even like the a catch, tourist. Even a tourist the catch is in rule. town. Even the catch right. rule. Yeah, it's, like, it's just like I, I just can't explain it. It's like okay, you can tackle, you know, you can tackle a, a player uh, as long as you don't hit them in the head. And, well, but now it's like unless they're a quarterback, well, now, unless they're a receiver. Yeah, and I also f- feel like a lot of the targeting calls are really bullshit because, like, I look, I get like you said the Chuck Cecil ones, but the ones where they're doing a screen pass or something, or a pa- where the defender just has to, to be himself. And the game goes so fast, he can't even do anything. And it right. is what it is, and he shouldn't be penalized for that. You know right. what I mean? And, and it's just – it's at a, a, an all-time low. You See, know? but what I, what I think is that the NFL, this is where they're at. They relish this. They want to be, like, trending on Twitter. And they want to be, like, uh, on Tuesday. They want people still talking about, like, the bullshit that yeah. was on Sunday. It, that it they're, they're geniuses yeah. at that. It's like oh, the Kardashian effect. You know yeah, what I mean? like, exactly. Uh but I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, if there's other leagues that 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 press this issue, you know what I mean? Like the NFL kind of dug themselves their own grave too. If they neglected the science, if they just came forward with the science. Now I understand you want to protect your product, and from what I understand, the NHL kind of did the same thing where they neglected the science of the CTE and stuff like that. Which, by the way, we still don't truly know that there's a direct connect with that in football. Mm-hmm. Probably there is, but I am curious to find out how many. I mean, why is there certain players that are fine? That had ton of hits. You, you know what I want to? I, I also why why can't they flag if you want to really like deal with player safety? Why don't they flag Tom Brady every time he headbutts one of his own guys? Right. Like I'm sick and tired <laughs> of players bitching about <laughs> right. player safety. Yeah. And then the minute that Chris Boswell actually hits an extra That's point, point. Yeah. or actually hits a field goal, all <laughs> the guys are coming over and like fucking headbutting yeah. him. Yeah. And it's like wait 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 wait, wait a minute you can't have both. Yeah. So I agree with you. When I interviewed Wayne Krebet a couple of years ago, uh-huh. he was he was like one of those players who just I mean as a Jets Dude, he fan got you a love concussion him. every other week, but I feel right. like yeah. But yeah. he owns it today. Like even. Even though he was sitting up there on stage with his hat down because the lights were so bright and you know he can't deal with it, he said, "Look, I knew what I was getting myself into, yeah. and if I had to do it over again, I would yeah. because it made him who he was today. And the guy's amazing hey. at fantasy sports. Do you know that? Like he is he really? Yeah, he's won like one of these DraftKings things or uh, he's Fanduel. a winner all around. Yeah. But look, I, I think and, and and he's not here. I know they're doing a thirty thirty for him. Uh, I think Junior Sale would say the same thing that he would do it again. I think he would because that's a guy who loved the passion that guy played mm-hmm. with." He loved the game, and I, I and I don't even know. I like I think we're so quick to 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 rush to like oh that's what made him commit suicide. I mean the guy had also let's not forget that he had gone through a nasty divorce where she took a lot of money. He had lost his kids I think in the divorce. 
So there was a lot of... Plus, inst- he went to USC, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that probably had yeah, a lot to do with it. it. That's probably 20%. <laughs> 20% right? of it right there. I just feel like that we rush to judgment and say, oh, it's all CT re- related. You know, we don't study a lot of the brains that don't. You know, we only study the ones that have been... You know, and yeah, there's CT there, but I wonder how many are in. How many? Look, dude, I play. Sure, there's stand-up comedians who have yes, CT. I, dude, I played football on a, on a on a little level. I've been punched in the face at bars. You know what I mean? Like, dude, maybe I have CTE. That would explain a lot, Let's right? Come up Tommy? with a comic who probably has <laughs> CTE, right? I feel like I would. I got I got kicked in the face. I got some false teeth. You know who's, what I mean? Who's really fault? <laughs> who's, who's really faltering as a comic these days? Where the drugs are like taking him? Pablo Francisco. <laughs> You know, I'm oh, sorry, okay. he wasn't like bashing heads or anything like that. But I bet you, if you looked at his brain, it's all fucked up. You never know the ramifications. That's what I'm saying. We don't know enough, and that's why I feel like it's 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 ridiculous. And I hate to sound like oh, but I also feel like, dude, what about UFC? How come no one talks about UFC or boxing or car racing? When you get in a car accident, what do you think happens? How about how about this for everyday people? You don't think we get CTE from getting in a car accident? Right. You don't think Maybe I get we CTE shouldn't... from every time my kid goes on a 90-minute crying spree and I'm bashing my head into the wall? <laughs> Just right? Sooner or later, right? I'm not going to hear this crying. Maybe Either she... she's going to stop crying or I'm going to knock myself out. Maybe we should get rid of kids in cars. What do you that... think? You know what I mean? Like, Would the world be a better place? That's what I'm saying. Like, we just get football back. Right. Look, if it's Chuck Cecil hits, you throw the flag. Boom. We, get, we solve the problem. There's, there's, there's one more point that I want to call. You already brought it up. But these calls make it easier to fix games. Now, 20, year, 20 years ago, when you were watching the game, and I don't want to sound like the old guy, like, back in my day when I watched the game, you only had two penalties. You know, yeah. But you had, it was basically you had holding, you had defensive and offensive pass interference, and then a personal foul. You still had, like, roughing the passer, but it was like, you know, when you literally, like, broke yeah. someone's leg. Uh, and and, and we, can, we can thank Tom Brady and Peyton Manning for a lot of this. I really right. believe that, you know, I, they lobbied for the pass interference rules to be changed mm-hmm. in, back in 2003 or four. That was, to me, the start. Because they started throwing... That's when I was really starting to get upset with football. It was like, the, the pass interference... It's almost impossible to be a defensive back. I, I right. still don't know which which plays are pass interference, which aren't. Isn't there a legal contact on every single yeah. play? Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't understand the same thing you flagged the other team with whatever game I watch. Not even... I'm a Jets fan. Not even talking about the Jets. If I'm watching Cowboys and Steelers, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, wait, but he just did the same thing on the play before. And right. you flagged it. Right. So I, it's just so subjective. It's so easy to fix. It is so easy Especially for a referee a to say. That's a spot foul, too. I, well, or, or it's like, let's say it's third and third and 20. Yeah. You call the illegal contact. It's a five-yard penalty, but it's an automatic first down. The drive lives on. Ask the Detroit Lions who lost to the Cowboys in a playoff game on what should have been. Oh, I remember. They held Brandon Pettigrew. Yep. Yeah. And, and, dude, I mean, there's so many of these. The Jets played the Patriots last year. Uh, Austin Safari Jenkins had a touchdown. They, they ruled an a incomplete pass or a fumble where you're just sitting there like, I don't know what the fuck these rules are. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this is a touchdown. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I, I, it's, it's so subjective it makes it uh, unappealing. Well, that's why yeah. when people like it, it always amazes me when, when gamblers are like, or not even gamblers, when people are like, whoa, man, the spread was 47 and a half and it ended up being 24-23. They got it right it on. It's unbelievable yeah. how good these guys are. And after, sooner, you know, sooner or later, you're, you're watching it and you're like, is it really that they're that good? Or is it the fact that a referee with three minutes left to go when I've got the under and it's 23 to 17? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or uh, let's say I, whatever. Whatever. Let's say the over-under is, is, uh, is 42. 
and it's 23 to 17. And the fact that on third and 20, the guy said defensive holding or illegal contact. Yeah. And, and they remember there was uh, was it last year when the Raiders and Chiefs played a game and like on the final play of the game, they, they called like five consecutive penalties before the Raiders finally scored right. with no right. time left. Yeah. And it was like every it's like single a, it was like a play. Thursday night or a Sunday Thursday night, night game. Thursday night game. Yeah, okay. It was a Thursday yeah. night game that they yeah. just kept calling these penalties. And it's and like they wanted them to be. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many times when you go back, you can go to like VegasInsider.com and you can look and it'll say like 70% of the, the, the money public was going. Yeah. When I, what was going for the, the, the Chiefs to win yeah, or the yeah. Chiefs to cover. And because of that play, uh, it was the same thing in the, um, in the Giants and Texans game this past week. Uh, the the over-under was like low 40s. But Deshaun Watson threw a, like a last-second touchdown, the garbage touchdown, and he overcame in because of it. But even if the guy wouldn't have caught the touchdown, immediately they like threw a flag for defensive holding that still would have allowed well, for one more get, play. Yeah, it's, you make an interesting point. My only retort would be wouldn't the referees at some point, if they feel like they're underpaid, especially because we've had ordeals with them in the past decade, uh, wouldn't they talk about that? I think they probably use it as a bargaining chip. I, that's what I would. Th- uh, where they're true. like, "Hey, that's man, that's true. That's true." It'd be like, "We better, you know, we're holding out, and you better pay us, or I'll write a book." You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah, so, Girl, I'll go Tim Donahue. I, I would ass. just think there would be a rogue one though here or there. You know Tim Donahue I mean? in the NBA. Yeah. Well, he he got caught the hard way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was gambling. <laughs> 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 he was connected. The FBI got him on wiretaps. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. the, the background checks on some of now. these these are uh, the the mental capacity checks yeah. on these referees must be like. Dude, Donahue did a. Kings, uh, Donahue, Lakers. Donahue, Donahue. Uh, sorry, Donahue. Phil Donahue has never been <laughs> been part of the process. I don't think uh, the Kings Lakers series. It was like a game six in Sacramento, and the Kings could have closed out the series, but the Kings were a very small market. Oh yeah, the NBA Finals. I believe this, by the way. I believe the NBA did not want the Portland Trailblazers the year that they were playing the Lakers before. Portland and Sacramento, are incredibly small, uh, you know, cities. So they're not going to. Your ratings are going to be terrible. So I believe. And and to Donahue is noted as saying that this was a fixed game. And if you they look, they called in the hired guns. Yeah, yep. dude. If you look at that, I remember watching the game, and it was like forty-five fouls called on the Kings, five on the Lakers, or something, something crazy like that. And you're just sitting there, like, guy's got a point. Maybe like little Jose Canseco, like he's guilty, but he's he's speaking the truth. You know what I mean? Right. Like. So well, you know that was also like the David Stern era as well. Yeah. I think Adam Silver is a little more trustworthy. I agree. Honestly, if you I gave agree. me, if you gave me, and this is let's say when Jeffrey Dahmer was still alive, uh-huh. if I had to choose a babysitter for my daughter, I might it, choose Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, over Stern. David Stern. He is a shady motherfucker. Look, and this is a perfect example. I grew up in Washington D.C. The Washington Bullets. I still call them the Bullets. They were terrible throughout the whole nineties. Right? They should have had the first pick like five times. Never got the first pick. Always, I felt like always ended up with the sixth pick mm-hmm. because of the stupid lottery. I mean, th- they were so bad. I think the 93 Bullets were the last team in NBA history to start five white guys. And I can, pr- I think I can name them for you. Tom Gugliotta? Gugliotta was on that team. I think, mm-hmm. I think the point guard was Brent Price or Mark Price. We had both on that roster. Okay. Shooting guard was Rex Chapman. Small forward was a guy named Don McLean. Mm-hmm. Who, who went to UCLA and covers the American Clippers games, Pie, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Gugliotta at the four and at five... Uh, Jim McElvain, who got a huge contract by Marquette. the Seattle Sonics. Yes, Marquette's yes. finest, yeah. Uh, and uh, so we were watching them, and we were like, oh, man, they're so terrible. But for for ten, for like seven, eight, nine, ten years, we should have had the first or second pick every year in the draft. N- and instead, and we, Jim McElvain's starting. And here's the irony here. 
Jordan takes over. As the, we've now became the Wizards. Jordan takes over the team. Owner. Ironically, we get the first pick in the draft when we're not supposed to. We mm. we won like 40. Almost, we almost made the playoffs that year. We had Gilbert Arenas and stuff. And we draft Kwame Brown, which is a terrible pick. But I think the NBA wanted, since Jordan owned him, they wanted the Wizards to get the first pick. And I just find it too ironic. All those years when we had a great percentage of getting the first or second pick, we never got it. But at the same time, this year we win like 35 games, almost make the eight seed, but we get the first pick and get Kwame Brown. I, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, Tommy. I don't know. It's because all – not not all. Uh, you know, It's not every single game, but it's because th- there's just too much money on the line in these sports and in these games to do anything but fix them. Yeah. You have to you have to fix these games. Otherwise, if everything pl- went, out, went the way that it should, Vegas would no longer look like the way it does. It would look like the old place that I lived in. Now, with that being said, let's talk about uh, gambling on football. Okay, there we go. <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though all the games... Still money to be made. <laughs> yeah, Fade right. the public. Fade it, the public, right? So it, a lot of times like when I, when I make my... my my bets, right? Like we have these shares pools that we do. It's a ton of fun, right? Mm-hmm. When I make these bets, a lot of times I will wait till five minutes before the game because public money, I, I think is so, is so huge. Yeah. Again, like I said, if, if everything happened, where 85% of the people, sometimes you'll see like 95% of the people took the over yeah. and you want to talk about bullshit holding penalties, you know, yeah. holding yeah, yeah, a drive yeah. back, you play that under, right? Right. Yeah. Or what you'll see happen is like that over will hit in that game. But the underdog or like, you know, the, the, the team that wasn't bet to like win or cover yeah. 10 point dog, like the bills beating the Vikings or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. the under will come in like you bet. So one but way the bills. or another, they're getting their money because so many idiots yeah. parlay. Yeah. So many idiots parlay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't call one game. I mean, you can hey, 11 but, and one yeah. in the last two weeks. I wish I would have parlayed it, man. I mean, gosh, our round Robin. I mean, I'm on six and zero last weekend. I should have yeah. par- parlayed that. I didn't have the balls. Right. Well, I mean, but, but the, for the for the most part, people will go to Vegas and they'll say, oh, you know what? Like the Packers are playing the Bills. Give me the Packers and the over. Yeah. And I'll put 100 bucks on it. Well, the Packers will win or they'll cover, but the under will come in because the Bills didn't score a point. Exactly. And, exactly. And, yeah. it's, and, and I think Vegas like thrives on that. Like especially last week in the NFL. When you had Jacksonville Shh. losing, you had Minnesota losing, you had New England losing. If you would have parlayed, I think five bucks, you would have won. I think something like ten or twenty grand. I, I retweeted on those three on those yeah. three teams. Yeah. Wow. It was something. But crazy. now it'll never happen again. Yeah, it was something crazy. Where I mean, I retweeted it from Odd Shark. If you if you follow Odd Shark, uh, they said if you, if you would have predicted, I think what was the final game? Uh, what was the final game? What was the Sunday night game? The uh, Patriots and Lions. That's the that was the so there was three before that, and they said if. And it gave you the money, the payout on that. But then it also said if you if the lions if you add the lions to your parlay, if you had the lions, it would have been something even crazier, almost like like a ridiculous amount of money. Insane, so, insane. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the reasons uh, again from the beginning of this podcast, we were saying if you're not gambling, if you're not doing fantasy sports, yeah. you shouldn't be watching football. Hey, our buddy Sean it's Green from my from the sports gambling podcast just got married, but uh, uh, I mean, he made two- yeah, congrats, man. That's he outstanding. Made, he made two hundred grand last year on a DraftKings roster. Uh, but that that is amazing in the fact that like it would have been a million dollars. Scott Tolzien calls him eight hundred thousand. Scott Tolzien, <laughs> like Scott Tolzien should at least send yeah. him like a bottle of Tullamordeaux or Dude, something but, like that. But uh, you know he played uh, Tariq Cohen, the the backup on the Bears, uh, for his DraftKings, and he had a great game that game. And it's funny he got married last week, and he actually gave a thank you to Tariq Cohen while he was saying all these things about his wife. He's saying like <laughs> how much I love my wife. And he's like, and I love Tariq Cohen. Right? <laughs> That's outstanding. 
It's a hard thing to do, your vows, uh, especially when you are a comic like Sean, yourself, <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah. The, the vows are, are hard because it's almost like people expect you yeah. to be funny. Yeah. But if you're getting married, odds are that you I'm at least think you found the perfect girl. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, it's, it's honestly... <laughs> He I did a great job, though, man. He killed it. Oh, man, yeah. I bet. Good dude. Congratulations, Sean Green. Uh, I mean, what a year. Yeah. Eagles win the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, dude. A uh, girl actually yeah. uh, sees it through with you. Yeah. Unbelievable, Sean. Congratulations. <laughs> and you win 200K. <laughs> uh, well, let's win some money this week. Uh, Colby Dant from the Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, college football guru. Uh, this is your college football pick six. Yeah, right? I pick six six games every week. Like I said, and uh, so far I've only had one losing week, and that was week two. And they can find you uh, on Twitter at the Colby D. Correct. Colby with a C. This isn't like a trendy Kardashian bullshit, <laughs> Colby. This is the real Colby, like the cheese at the Colby D. Yes, yes. And uh, so my six pack for this Colby week is six pack. I have. Now don't rush through it. Let's okay. start with the first game. I want your reasoning behind this. Okay, Army goes to Buffalo. That sounds like a game that you can only find on <laughs> CBS Sports Network. Pretty what? sure you might need an internet. Uh, you know, you go or, through the <laughs> or on the Brent Musburger <laughs> yeah, network exactly. or something like that. He'll have the all right. So this is Army and Buffalo. Now I really like Buffalo. Now Buffalo's coaching staff came from the University of Wisconsin Whitewater after they won all these Division three championships. I'm a big fan of that. He's coach. killing it, yeah. man. He's and, killing and it. And he's there. got a quarterback named Tyree Jackson that's going to be in the NFL. I don't know. How, I don't know if he'll be a starter, but he's like six seven, two forty. That's where Khalil Mack uh, yeah. came from. Yeah, and they also got a receiver. I, think, I believe his name is Anthony Johnson, who's, who's going to be in the NFL. I think too. They're a good team. They've won at Rutgers. They won at Temple. Uh, they're undefeated right now. But Army, uh, as you just saw, they're on the triple option. Jeff Monken's their head coach, great head coach. Uh, won 10 games last year. They, they His almost, name is Jeff Malk? Monken. Monken, okay. Yeah, like Monk and then E-N. Uh, or I-N, one of the two. Uh, Army played at Oklahoma last week. I don't know if you caught this. They sent him, They almost won. Took it to overtime. Right. Yeah. So they, these teams have played the past two years also. And two years ago... It went to overtime. I forget who won the game. I want to say it was Buffalo. Uh, last year, Army came back, won 21-17. So it have been close games, both games. Triple option tends to do that. What the triple option does in general runs the clock. So yes. the game is much shorter. When I saw the spread was at 8, it was actually started out at, I believe, 8.5. So it's down to 8. I just thought, no way Buffalo wins by more than a touchdown against Army, a team that controls the clock, plays strong defense. Well, it says here on Vegas Insider that it opened at minus six. It's currently at minus seven and a half. Beautiful. I, I think that's even that's great for me then because that means your money is going. Because people are yeah, betting yeah, Army yeah, to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying no, that. No, no, this... but I'm taking Army. I, I am taking Army to cover. Okay. Yeah. So wait. That, if it so that's not good six, for you because yeah, yeah, that means the public true. is that's taking true. your money. Yeah. But I still believe in this. Sometimes you got to go with the public. They, they will mess with you sometimes because, look, I th don't think this is a marquee matchup enough that they would alter it like that. Army runs a triple option. I think that is always... A, Army against the spread normally is always a pretty decent bet. I had him covering against Oklahoma. It wasn't part of my six-pack, but I had him covering. Um, so that was my first play. Mainly because, look, look at the history. The past two years, they've been close games. And also, I think Army's a little bit undervalued. If you would have told me that uh, I would have interest in uh, Army the Buffalo. Army and Buffalo game, finally a reason to wake up before 9 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> Army and Buffalo, thanks to Colby Dan. All right, so you're yeah. saying take Army plus 7.5, but you probably want to get the 7.5 now before it gets back hook. to 7. You yeah. definitely want the hook. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you don't – like the way I would look at it, and again, you're a better better, better than I am, mm -hmm. I would look at it that it's a trap game. 
that everyone would see that army like that the the average better would say holy shit army just went to overtime in Oklahoma and now they're catching seven and a half points in Buffalo to me it would be the trap game where I'm like uh something's up here yeah or you could think oh man they played their hearts out in Oklahoma now they got to hit the road again to go to Buffalo which right. isn't you know which isn't that far of a trip from West Point but I mean uh I just really don't I kind of throw that out the window I just look at the pre I know I've I've watched I think the past two years games and I know they're close matchups and then I also thought man Army's a well coached football team so I, and Buffalo is too but I just thought hey triple option it's like Navy Navy covers a lot of times against Notre Dame and those mm-hmm. schools you know like those control the clock so you only you you get and it a limited, just beat down the defense because the defense is just on the field so well much. it limits your possessions for a talented quarterback like Tyree Jackson. So someone who might be used to, I don't know, 12 possessions a game, all of a sudden you're at six or seven, and you're like, whoa. So if you don't have your shit together in those possessions, you know, then you end up, you know, not covering or, you know, barely winning the game. Well, this is this is one of the big reasons why you're here, because I will tell you right now, without you here, we're not talking about Army and <laughs> it's Buffalo. It's going to get worse, by the way. All right, so it's you're saying Army plus seven and a half. Yeah, I am. Army I plus am. seven and a half against Buffalo. That's uh, the first game of your pick six. Moving on to game number two. Uh, and this from here, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in the Mac. I know you're, you're a middle American guy yourself, right? Uh, good good drinking water. Yes, Kent State at Ball State. Kent State has been scoring some points this year. Dude. They've been shitty the last couple of years. They, but this no, year, they've been one of the worst teams in the Mac for like a decade. They you fired. can only run the quarterback draw a certain amount of times. <laughs> well, they actually had a good defense for years, and it was always their offense. Had one of the worst offenses in the country. They fired. I believe his name was Paul Haynes as their coach, and they hired Syracuse's offensive coordinator, who comes from Dino Babers, essentially Art Bryles. No. So, so one thing I knew was the offense was going to step up, and I believe they have an Auburn transfer at quarterback. Uh, I've been impressed with them. They almost beat Illinois at Illinois. I know Illinois is not a great Big Ten team, but that's still a big thing for Kent State. I mean, they they got they, yeah the recruits that you're getting at Illinois are still yeah. bigger and better. I mean, Lovey Smith faster. was actually bringing in some decent recruits. So they got down to like the three yard line and lost on an interception. And then even last week, they were playing Ole Miss. Tough. Third quarter, they were only down by like four points at one point in the, in the third quarter. So I've been impressed with them. And, and, and last year, Kent State was terrible on offense, and they only lost to Ball State by, by I think, three or four points. So I mean, you throw out that 63-10 to 10 ass beating Yes, yes, that was the bad one. That was the one well, that's I, only, I did It not says mention. here that's the only game that they did not cover. Ooh, that almost scares me, though. Uh, but I, I do like Kent State plus the points here because I, I think Ball State's solid. Ball State could easily win the game. Once again, I love the hook. Mm-hmm. L- love the hook on this. And uh, so I say my play here is take Kent State in the points because I actually think Kent State's probably a better team than Ball State. But uh, it is I agree. Ball Any State. team that goes yeah. into Indiana and gets crushed by four touchdowns, I'm not yeah. betting on that team. There Ball you go. State. Uh, all right, so so far you're taking the, uh, the two dogs, basically. Yeah, and, and don't get used to that because I'm about to go chalk on you, right? Uh- <laughs> Ohio State. Can, can you yeah. explain that to uh, our two listeners out there who are like chalk? I don't understand what he's doing. The favorites, the, the, okay. like everyone, chalk yeah. equals the favorite. Yeah, okay. that's what that means. Is like basically, uh, you know, it takes balls to take an underdog. You know, with the points, like they're saying, oh, you're gonna go chalk. You're gonna go with the favorite because that's the reason why they set the line. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's f-. so. Ohio State at Penn State, probably the biggest game this weekend. It is, and uh, to me. Whenever I look at this, like these are the games where I'm like, when the fix is in, it's the Saturday night game, right? Yeah, Herb Street's uh, going to be here. I would believe that much more than Buffalo and Army. Correct. Yeah. That this is where you'll see like a ridiculous yeah. call. Because even if ninety percent of the money 
in the Army Buffalo game is going with whatever we we we, we hypothesized or talked about a minute ago. Uh, still, ninety percent of the money, but that doesn't mean that much money is being bet on that game. Okay. So you mean Ohio State Penn State? There's probably going to be a substantial amount of money bet on that game. Yes. So far, uh, and these numbers, it's it's only it's only Wednesday. These yeah. numbers by well, game well, time will be, yeah. will be totally changed, yeah. especially with the seven thirty p.m. Eastern uh, game time. Uh, right now, Ohio State is a three and a half point favorite at Penn State. And here's my thing here is Penn State to me is like almost a little. I, I, wh- where's the money going right now? Can you tell that? Uh, it says sixty two percent on Ohio State. Uh, see, I still uh, and I like the Ohio State play here mainly because Penn State kind of forgazy to me. App State almost beat them week one in over. Uh, it went to overtime. I actually thought App State played better than Penn State that game. And then Penn State had blew out Pitt like fifty five to six yeah. or something. But if you look at it. It was like a it was like a twenty to six game in, going into the fourth quarter. So they got like thirty in the fourth, mm-hmm. and they did it again against Illinois so last that, week. That's when you bet the under, yeah. and you're just like, "Wow, brother, couldn't be better, dude, couldn't be better." My brother bet that he had a uh, he, he got he, it was the opposite for him. He had a, he teased Illinois plus like twenty some points last week, and Illinois going into the fourth against Penn State mm-hmm. down four. Penn State scores thirty five in the fourth. God, it's unbelievable. <laughs> So the, these blowouts are a little bit misleading, with the exception of the Kent State one. So mm-hmm. that's why I think like Ohio State's talent is a lot, you know, a lot better than Penn State's. I feel like, especially after Barkley's gone, a lot of their defense is gone. Plus, so. you know, I, I've seen just it, it seems that ESPN really, really, really is making a huge point of advertising that uh, Joey Bosa's brother is going to be Nick out. Yeah, yeah, that Nick yeah, Bosa yeah, is going to yeah. miss the game, yeah. and it's kind of like, yeah, you told me that on Monday. And yeah. it's still like something that you you yeah. see on the bottom line to where like a uh, an average better might just say like, well, Bosa is going to be missing the game. Like how much yeah. you really know about yeah, Nick yeah. Bosa, right? And they're not playing the value of also Urban Meyer might be in uh, classic uh, fuck you mode. Of being the Bill like, Belichick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Being like, was it 2007? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. man. So. All right. So Ohio State uh, minus three and a half. Yeah. If you can get that at three, it was a couple of days ago it was at three. Uh, but obviously three and a half, I'd still take it. Cause okay. I, yeah. All right, so so far it is Kent State, Army, and Ohio State, all three legitimate big-time programs in the FBS level. <laughs> and next uh, next one for me, this is actually going to be my favorite play of the six, is Florida Atlantic. Lane Kiffin is their head coach. They uh, just fresh off a loss at Central Florida, the reigning national championships. Or national champions. National champions, champions yeah. yeah. Uh, Florida Atlantic. Did you, did you see that, too, like how they – they flip flopped. Uh, they were doing like the the quarterback uh, comparison. They had like the graphic up there for McKenzie. Yeah, and no, they had whatever. Yeah, it, it, there's a there's a screenshot of it to where it was like the one kid came from Alabama. Yeah. So his yeah, national yeah. championship, but they had it flip flop where like the UCF kid uh, had, had like the FBS championship, and then the Alabama kid had the claimed. Oh, so man, that's uh, obviously Bama fans. That's uh, hilarious. I who ironically know how to use computers. Oh, dude, you got to send me uh, that. I got to retweet that. Oh, one, yeah, man. it's amazing. It's uh, amazing. That no, but okay. So, so Florida Atlantic, I think, is a very, they won ten games last year. They returned a lot of their team. They got a running back named Devin yeah, Singletary. Singletary. He's yeah. going to be in the NFL. He's going to be in the NFL. So uh, they traveled to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, to take on Middle Tennessee, who's their Middle Tennessee is solid. They'll, they'll, they'll normally make a bowl game, wins five six games. Uh. They're one and three. They only have one win against an FCS. I do think Middle Tennessee. It's not one of their stronger teams, but I love the Florida Atlantic play of, dude. Florida Atlantic. Lane Kiffin went the scumbag route. All of his transfers are like from USC, 
and the Florida California State, Penal League, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Alabama and, and and Pittsburgh. So so I I love the Florida Atlantic minus three in Murfreesboro. What about the sixty three and a half points? That sounds almost like a game where they would score one hundred and thirty. Yeah, I like the over on that too. All right, so Florida yeah. Atlantic minus three at Middle Tennessee. Yes. I'm all on board on that. Is Middle Tennessee even in the middle of Tennessee? It's. I've actually been to a game in Middle Middle Tennessee, man. I went to. Is it? But I, is it like strictly in the middle, or is it like Western or Eastern? Where I people think get it, confused. I think it goes a little more Eastern, probably. Okay. If I had to guess. But latitude. Yeah. When you're speaking latitude, <laughs> it's definitely right in the middle of Tennessee. Sure. Sure. Okay. I, I I could be talking out of my ass right here. Dude. It's a confusing but, school. You but don't I go will there. Say for that, I mean, they're they're yeah. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere, dude. You know what I mean? Like it's. I mean, it's like it's what, the perfect school to go to. minutes then. outside of Nashville. It's great. Know? Yeah, I would rather go to Nashville personally. But <laughs> <laughs> rather go to Vanderbilt. I, I've been. I've been. It's like you hang out at a, at a White Castle on a Friday night, dude. You know what I mean? Middle so, Tennessee. Where yeah. you go, White Castle? Yeah. <laughs> Bring so, a guitar. Yeah, exactly, man. So, so that's the play for me though. Is Florida Atlantic minus three there? And then uh, to continue this thing, I got two more left for you. Well, this is why you're here. Again, we've got uh, the Colby D on Twitter, Colby Dan from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, again, we're we're here. The whole podcast is about like you can't watch football these days. Although you can watch a college game, I yeah. really prefer they the college game over the NFL. Me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah. Um, where there's still just that sense of team and pride. Yeah. Uh, with most with most teams. Well, and I haven't seen any plays like the like the like the Clay Hilton, uh, like the Clay, Clay Matthews. Matthews. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that yet on the college level because that mm-hmm. will be pretty. Pretty right. hideous once that does happen, if that does happen. All right, so so far in your pick six, we've got Florida Atlantic minus three, uh, Ohio State minus three and a half, Kent State with the points, and Army with the points. Correct. And I'm going to stay I'm gonna stay chalk on this. I'm going to go USC minus three at Arizona. And here's my reasoning is I think USC, first of all, I think they've lost their last seven games against the spread. Yeah, yeah, because they did not cover yeah. it. They only uh, won by three. Exactly. I went to that game. And uh, so – I like, first off, Kevin Sumlin struggling at Arizona. Clay Helton also. Yeah, what's that all about? Yeah. Khalil Tate, he doesn't want to play for him or Dude, what? He doesn't, he doesn't even try running him, though. He's, he's trying to, just doing a bad coaching job, in my opinion. Trying to okay. throw with him a lot more than, they ran the, the option read with Rich Rodriguez. He's totally abandoned that. You know what I mean? He's throwing, uh, I mean, he's trying to use him like a, a pro quarterback, which maybe for, for Khalil Tate it's good because he's got a couple more years there. But if he wants to make it in the NFL, I'm saying it might right. help to do that. But. Uh, US. What if his goal was strictly to be Terrell Pryor? Yeah. Like, Let me just, what do you want to be, be a receiver, son? drift from team to team, and hope I make the roster? Like J.R., I, Isaiah Ryder. What do you want to do in this league? I want to win the slam dunk contest. I don't want to be like you know the greatest player in the game. I just want to win yeah. a slam dunk yeah. contest. <laughs> You'll remember me forever then. Uh, so I'm going USC minus three here. Clay Helton uh, needs to win this game because I, I think there's a strong chance. I thought last week he pulled that one out against Washington State if he would have lost that. They're calling of, for his head. I yeah. think so. I, the alumni, even though he's got a decent record as a coach, I just don't think you you got to win this game. Do you think they're kind of like the, the, the crew at USC is like, man, we had Eddie O. We had Eddie yeah. O. Now, we couldn't understand yeah. a goddamn yeah, word that that guy <laughs> said, but fuck, he could win some games, couldn't he? Right. I mean, she's doing a great, deal, a great job at LSU right now. We'll see if that continues. If, if, you, if you want, like, uh, obviously, like, the best online entertainment is porn. But outside <laughs> of that, if you want to, like, thoroughly be enjoyed and just – and actually, in the same, like a lot of porn can be confusing too, to where you're like, God, why are you doing that? <laughs> but the the same thing with like Eddie O. If you want to be like miffed or confused, not well, miffed is like mad. But if you yeah. want to be just like confused, uh, just Google Ed Orgeron talking. Yeah, because that guy can't. 
And Dude, like his pregame we speech. We came out. We played a game. It's like you like what the hell? What the hell is he saying? It sounds like a robot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a southern robot. Yeah, his <laughs> yeah his pregame. Like, yeah, you're you're exactly right. <laughs> like his pregame speeches are more confusing than Jameis Winston's when he's like licking on his fingers. Like you know what this right. is? A W. And all the veterans in the back are like, what the hell is he talking about? Game. Just suit up. Let's, <laughs> let's get this over with. Uh, okay, so right, so USC minus three. Yeah, you're taking him. Yeah. And this is my sixth rated game. I, this I, I did find this week to be tougher. I had, I had five written down that I liked. Mm-hmm. Sixth rated game. I don't like this one as much. And also, but I am on a Friday night. I'm taking Colorado minus nine. Oh, we talked about this. That yeah. Colorado. You know, that's a beautiful campus. If you've never I've, been there, I, I have been. Yeah, that's I'm actually great, yeah. I, I'm actually like surprised that they can't recruit better. They used to in the nineties. Right, Cordell and, Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to get some big time. Michael Westbrook was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like a five star recruit out of Michigan, I believe. But. Um, yeah, they, well, they went through the dark period with Dan Hawkins as their coach, and and but they're kind of coming back a little bit. So, is that when they got busted with like the Rick Pitino thing, like taking recruits to strip clubs? Yeah, and shit? Some, yeah. yeah, that was uh, they got hit in the. You don't need to take them yeah. to strip clubs. Take them to a sorority house. Exactly. Have you seen the girls on campus in exactly, Boulder? Exactly, man. It was the old generation. He was, he was too too old to coach. You know, like not probably good X's and O's, but I'm saying <laughs> overall, you got to realize that the Pitino thing is like, come on, man. But I'm I'm going Colorado minus nine because I think UCLA is pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Both teams had a week off, but I do think I, I like this Colorado offense. What's the quarterback's name? Mendez. St- Mendez? Stephen Montez. Montez. Yeah, he's a beast. They got a, re- a wide receiver name. Uh, how do I pronounce this? L a v i s k a Lavishka. Chenault. Chenault. And this dude, he's a sophomore. And he luck- thankfully, he's a sophomore because. Uh, he would probably be in the NFL next year as a first or second round draft pick because he's he's a beast. He's emerging, leading the NCAA in receiving right now. Wow. Yeah, and and he didn't play the second half of the last game. Well, the the quarterback too, Montez. It's Montez. Or yeah, Montez. Montez yeah. yeah, Montez. He's completing like what like a ridiculous hundred percent yeah. of his passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he went to the nuts. Manning Academy this off season. He's only a junior too. So, but I like Colorado on this play here because. Uh, what do you think was like the number one thing said at the Manning Academy <laughs> this year? Like number one, make sure you sign actually used yeah. game memorabilia. I actually think the most common thing said is like, "Man, Peyton, your forehead's big." <laughs> Excuse me, Mister Manning. How does my head get to grow as big as yours? <laughs> but but we'll say this, guys. Look, those are my six games. That's my six rated games. The Colorado one, but I still would throw money on it because I feel pretty good about it. And also, if you if you are a big time gambler and you get want to know my opinion on another game every Friday. On the sportsgamblingpodcast dot com, if you go to the college football section, we do a spreadsheet where we pick every game. There's a spread on. That's crazy. Yeah, you, it's also you pinned to my right Twitter. Now? It's it's also pinned to my Twitter. I'm at like I think like maybe fifty two, fifty three percent, but that's picking every game. I, some of the games right. I don't want. You know what I mean? So it's like Rakish, our Indian intern. Yeah, he's eight and four this year on his picks. That's really good. He's gone four and two and four and two. Mm-hmm. So that's sixty seven percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or sixty six point six seven percent. Yeah, our locks. Because also, uh, the guy I do my podcast with, the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he uh, has been doing great on his locks as well. And we're hitting at a, uh, just, a, I think, a tad above 65% on our locks. Oh, wow. So so that's the main reason to check it out. But also, we pick every game. I mean, I, I, UTEP against Tulsa, I don't want to bet that game, but I, I'll still tell you what I think. So And we're over 50%. I don't think the there's ever been a worse college football game than UTEP against Tennessee. Oh, man, like, dude, ended, I like, watched that, dude. Nothing. Of course dude. you watch it. That's dude. why we have you on the show. <laughs> we don't, we don't have just some guy. I don't know if Tennessee's going to win an SEC game all, all year. I don't know. That offense is <sighs> looks prehistoric, man. It's brutal. Yeah, if yeah. you're only putting up uh, 24 against UTEP, you've got to give you problems. To give your listeners an idea, Northern Arizona from the FCS level, the Lumberjackers, 
they went to UTEP and beat UTEP by about 18 or 20 points. I mean, they lit them up on off on offense. Or, you know, the Arizona Northern Arizona offense lit up the UTEP defense more than Tennessee did, and UTEP traveled to Tennessee. And to tell you another thing, Northern Arizona, then the next game they play in the, on the FCS level, they lost. So they're not even good. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, Colby Dant from the yeah. Sports Gambling Podcast here with his uh, with his pick six, basically. There we go. Six, college pack. Football, six pack. Six pack. Sorry. Yeah. The college football six pack. You can catch him every single week at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check him out on Twitter at the Colby D. And uh, I would say that if you have that much knowledge, now I'm going to go out on a limb, Colby. I'm going to go out on a limb. You tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but if you've been watching games between Northern Arizona or UTEP, you're single right now, aren't you? I am. I am. So Recently ladies, single. There it is. Recently, <laughs> Recently single. <laughs> ladies, go check him out on Twitter, at the Colby D. Take him out. He's a, a fine gentleman. <laughs> Colby Dan, great to have you on the show. Anything else you want to talk about gambling-wise that might help uh, both of our listeners uh, maybe pad their pockets or double what's in their, their daughter's piggy bank Ooh, this weekend? Never bet on the white guy when it comes to boxing? No, I'm joking. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good <laughs> advice. <laughs> Solid advice, right? Uh, what else? I mean... Uh, what what are some of my favorite trends normally? Uh, like I said with USC, they've, they're zero and seven against the spread. their last seven games. They haven't been against. They haven't won against the spread. So that normally, you pay attention to those trends. You say, oh, they're due, and 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 normally they will. You'll USC, never see like, you, USC, you rarely about. ever see like zero and ten against the spread. Well, Rakish, yeah. Rakish uses that mentality a yeah. lot once it gets later into the year, and he likes to like. But your analysis sounds way better. Rakish yeah. will talk about. Uh, you know, sooner or later, the exact opposite has to happen, and he always relates it to it's his... It's like roulette. It's like it's landed on red seven times in a row. Sooner or later, it's got to hit black, yeah. yeah. But then you forget to hit green. Yeah, it exactly. Green just, yeah, it crushes <laughs> it. Rakesh will use the, um, the analogy of... Uh, he refers... Uh, relates it to his cousin Anaji in college, who would let like 13 guys plow her at the same time, <laughs> oh, man. and that she would keep doing this on a, on a daily basis or weekly basis... Thinking that like nothing, nothing yeah. was ever going to like no, no, change. No, yeah, exactly. uh, and then uh, I think his quote unquote uh, language that he uses is, uh, "Well, sooner, uh, like one week, her poon broke." <laughs> so that's <laughs> like that is the analysis that he uses. Yeah, but uh, but we agree. So your your ultimate lock of the week would be USC to cover finally. No, for no, the no. love of my, Christ. My number one. I mean, I like that one a lot. My number one play where I'm going to put most of my money is on Florida Atlantic minus three at Middle Tennessee. Go with the felons. The Daily Up the Decker. Nothing but sports and crap. 